Welcome back to the Make It Work podcast. This is Stephanie. And this is Morgan. What's going on, everybody? We'll open up the same way as always. Please keep sharing, rating, reviewing, subscribing. It's literally, it will take you like 30 seconds. Okay, all you have to do is like go to where you open up our episode, right? And then, right. And then you just like scroll down. Scroll, 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 scroll. Scroll, scroll, scroll. And then there's these stars. And it'd be really cool if you like hanging out with us every week, if you pressed to highlight all five stars. I mean, that's what I would prefer if you wouldn't mind. If you felt like giving me words of affirmation and validation and telling Morgan how wonderful she is and how pretty we are, even though you can't see us, you could write us a little <laughs> note in there, you know? I swear we're, like, not ugly. <laughs> really not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think – we are not hard on the eyes. I mean, we don't have videos, but y'all seen us on Instagram? We've had rough moments, okay? Let's just be real. <laughs> Shit was rough in the beginning, but – right. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? And things are getting better. And, you know. Besides both of our younger sisters who went through life. Oh, fuck them. Beautiful and not awkward. Fuck both of them. Their entire lives. <laughs> fuck all of them. See, her went through yeah. an awkward fate, so it's not fuck her. Now she's really fucking pretty and it's bullshit. But, yeah. yeah Zoe and Savannah sisters. have never experienced that, but. Well, that's why we got to be the funniest ones. So, boom. Bitch. There you go. Zoe, now it's out in public for the world to hear. I'm funnier than you. It's okay, Zoe. I mean, you're funny, but Morgan, Morgan's is the funniest person I know, so you're not going to win. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to hear about this from Zoe and my parents. <laughs> I can edit it out if you'd like, but I mean. Yeah. What's a gal to do? Yeah. If you have a platform, use it. Yes. So please, again, uh, my number one words of affirmation before X service and quality time is being told I'm funny. So mm -hmm. please let a sister know because God knows, as we said last week, we're still not doing great. We're figuring out, but things are not great. Things are subpar. <laughs> not ideal. Not ideal. Share on social media. We do have everything we need for this little mini giveaway. So... We will be posting about that this week. Yeah, we'll have we have a cute little gift basket um, set up that my adorable mother Cheryl will be helping put together. Because if you listen to the Love Languages episode, you know that one of hers is giving slash receiving gifts. No one makes a more beautiful gift basket than Cheryl K. So, God bless, mommy. <laughs> Keep up the good work. You the shit, Cheryl she is the shit so she's helping us out with that because neither of us have the time or uh creativity or patience to put something together that will you know be worthy of you our loyal fans yeah and w because we like you basically we're asking Cheryl to help us yeah we're doing this because we like you yeah because trust me we could we could half-ass it but you know I mean I would rather not do that to you i would rather you know treat you We're with the kindness ass you yeah i'm gonna treat you with the kindness that you deserve aka <laughs> i'm gonna ask cheryl to help yeah <laughs> for asking my mommy for help okay <laughs> <laughs> take what you can get bitches okay you know what it is what it is it is what it fucking is yep my, I don't think i'm my not ashamed about it my mom my mom would do a lot of things my mom would not i don't think my mom would make a gift basket for us <laughs> 
Uh, my mom is thrilled yeah she's doing amazing you're doing amazing sweetie so (laughs) morgan would you like to share what we're doing today yeah so today we were having a conversation about what we wanted to talk about on this week's episode and a bunch of ideas were tossed around but we decided to talk about deal breakers in relationships and i know we've talked a little bit about mistakes that we've made in the past. We enjoy these relationship-centered episodes based off of um, listens. You guys enjoy these episodes too, so we figured let's go for it again this week. And this isn't, you know, like anything too serious or dark the way that we've gotten before about, you know, issues in relationships and when we want to leave. This is like... You're on a dating app and you see one of these things and you're immediately going to swipe left because it's a deal breaker or you meet someone out in the real world when the pandemic is over and they mention something that in your mind, you're swiping left because we're in a technology centered world and you're like, you know what, that's a deal breaker. So these are non-starters. Yes. And we each have a list and we just want to kind of discuss them. Some are more intense than others. Some are just, you know, basically an extension of the pet peeves episode, at least on my end. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I'm sure there's going to be some things I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's usually uh, the reaction that I get. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, obviously I have not settled on the one yet. So there have been a lot of things that have pissed me off about people up until now (laughs) and a lot of things that just kind of eliminate a potential romantic relationship now a lot of the things that actually I think everything on this list has nothing to do with whether or not I would be friends with somebody are you saying this because I do a lot of annoying shit (laughs) no (laughs) no no I'm not and once we get into the list you'll understand what I mean okay but this is this is all about finding, you know, that romantic partner, I feel a like lifelong you. significant other, things that I just will not put up with. Yeah. And obviously there are more serious ones. I have some kind of serious ones on here, but I mean, the given, like, obviously we don't want to be with fucking serial killers, racist pieces of shit, misogynistic assholes. Like, those are all, to me, a given, as you can tell by our personalities. Right. Like, we're not going to date homophobic racist misogynistic abusers (laughs) so we can just check those off the list as deal breakers right now yeah and on to things that are slightly more lighthearted and probably will resonate with a lot of you amen sister all right what's your first one politics got it saw this coming (laughs) yeah here we go (laughs) my number one deal breaker Since November 8th, 2016. (laughs) For a romantic relationship, this is why I started off the way that I did, because I am related to and friends with Republicans, people who voted for Trump. If you still are like a big fan, I have some questions. You know what I mean? But this is about dating somebody. So if you are a Trump supporter, that's going to be a no from me, dog. 
I just can't do it. I have deep-seated fears, mostly. Uh, Can't really get past that in the bedroom, you know, kind of clam up. Uh, I'm scared. (laughs) So, uh, you know, little things like that. Not really able to get by that. I just, it's, it's a big difference for me. If I see a red hat, I shit a little bit, you know? (laughs) <laughs> shit a little bit. not pee your pants just a little bit of poop comes out a little bit of poop comes out uh that's next level fear you know i'm terrified what can i say haha <laughs> 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 let's joke about it because that's the way that we cope with our anxiety i get it i understand i, I um, fully get it yeah politics i just and it's something that has in the past few years turned into an unavoidable topic. I feel like before Trump, it was like a Democrat and a Republican or people that are on two separate sides of an issue could be in a relationship. And it really wasn't that big of a deal because the differences weren't that obvious. You know, it was like, well, I am pro-choice but I really want the taxes to be less or whatever. And it's like, you know, you picked what mattered most to you and that's how you voted. But for me personally right now, I feel like there's a pretty intense line in the sand about values. And I, I know we will get into this specifically, you know, closer to election time, like we talked about, but you know, I'm just not going to date someone that doesn't share you know, the same priorities as me politically. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. I got so that was my else. number one was politics. If you if you are a man or a woman out there that's interested in dating me and you are a Trump supporter, it's going to be a no goal. I'm sorry. We could be friends, though. <laughs> I change your mind. <laughs> I'll work on it. Right <laughs> well, my number one, you won't. Well, I can't change their mind. They won't change mine. I can't fucking handle stupid people. I <laughs> <laughs> That is a big umbrella. That's, oh my God. I can't stand, if I were to date women, let's say, mm-hmm. women who pretend to be dumb for attention or because they want to make a man feel powerful. Now, I'm not talking about being submissive in the bedroom, ladies. I'm talking about when you pretend like you don't have your own thoughts and processes and likes and dislikes because you want to be subservient to a man in that way that I can't stand it I can't stand people who are just airheads or just I guess if you've listened to our stories about like the ER (laughs) those kind of human beings that I frequently take care of that's what I'm talking about people who just do dumb shit shove things where they're not supposed to come in and ask for a pregnancy test because Facebook told them they were pregnant People who just don't do dumb shit. I don't like stupid people, so I'm never going to date someone stupid. Also, obviously, I'm already dating someone. I am not planning on dating again. I would like to be done dating. You know, just like fucking ex-nay, the dating nay. But, you know, if something tragic happens and I have to go back out in this horrible world of dating, (laughs) this is my number one on my list is I fucking hate stupid people. It sounds like you also consider people without fully formed personalities stupid. Yeah. Like if you're someone who is changing your 
you know, way of speaking or interests based off of another person? Question mark. Yeah. Like girls who act dumb for guys. Yeah, that's what bothers me. I mean, I just like more if they just like take the shape of whatever the other person's looking for. Yeah, that bothers me. And I understand there's certain things that people have more staunch views on. Like, okay, I feel really strongly about food. Most people don't. Another no-go for me is if you don't like food, if you have a problem with the fact that I fucking love food, you're going to make some rude-ass comment about it. Or it also encompasses into another one of my no-goes is um, the people who are like super fit in the way that they meal prep. As in they make the same meal for seven days a week and fucking eat it every day like a psychopath. Yeah. That's a no I've for I've tried me. and I can't Mm-mm-mm. do it. I respect the hustle. And if you're going to do that for lunch, let's say to make your life easier and be healthy, but then on the weekends, you'll still enjoy things with me. We could talk, you know, we can feel things out. But if you have a set meal plan and nothing involves cheese and you're not lactose intolerant, I'm not fucking with you. I agree with that. Yeah. So that's, that's I don't like I don't think I could date someone who is like a super picky eater. Yeah. either though i love food too i'm with you on that one mm-hmm. and i love going out and trying new places to eat and new types of food i am the least picky eater on the planet and it's something that i pride myself on <laughs> uh and I, I like yeah i'm with you on that one i didn't even think of that yeah food's very important to me it's a it's a priority it's also a, you know, a bonding experience for people if you're going out and you're trying a new place. And my favorite way to eat is like little shareables or whatever. Yes. If you go out with people and you get like a bunch of apps to share or tapas or something like that. It's a community experience with people like your girlfriends or your or a date. I love that shit too. Me too. Sharing a bunch of food. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that we wouldn't jive because some people don't want to share their food and they don't like sharing their food or when you try to take food off their plate. And I get that. I understand where you're coming from. I just don't agree and don't want to be around you. That's fair. That's why we're the ones with the microphones. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, there. <laughs> you better like uh-huh. food and want to share with me. Okay, what's your next one? Um, Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I feel like I've painted myself into a kid hater corner and I don't feel that way. (laughs) But do people around you feel uh, that way about you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Probably because I do hate kids. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's like this is this. The reason it's a deal breaker is because I don't know how I feel about it. And it's not fucking fair to for me to date someone with kids not knowing how I feel about kids or to date someone who's like a hundred percent I definitely want kids in the future because I just don't know as I get older I think you know would it be the worst thing in the world no like I've thought about it before but there are more than there are more reasons for me every day looking around myself. I'll say, I was about to say, I thought you were going to say what I'm so, doing. No, my God. Where I'm like, that's a fucked up situation. I don't want to have to tell my kids about that. You know what I mean? I just, I would feel guilty, especially right now. It's like, we're in the middle of a fucking uncontrolled pandemic, dude. Like, how? I just, 
the responsibility people are quarantined with their kids like fuck that if i have ever quarantined with a child like i would literally jump out of a window i'm not kidding i can love that kid so much it doesn't matter i don't want to be fucking quarantined with a five-year-old five-year-olds are the worst i'm just not interested right now <laughs> so i understand i can't put myself in a position with somebody who actually has strong beliefs about it one way I get it. Because it's not fair. It's not fair to them. It's not fair if they already have kids. It's not fair to the kid because, like, I'm the tits and I'd be, like, a cool stepmom. And I've always said to myself, like, I'll be the best aunt anyone's ever had. Like, I'm never going to have kids, but I'm going to love my friend's kids and I'm going to love my sister's kids one day. And we're going to do a bunch of cool shit and see a bunch of cool shit and go to cool places. I'm all about that. So it's not like I don't want to be around kids. But if we're talking deal breakers in a romantic relationship, I need someone who's either like, I definitely don't want kids. That way I can be like, phew, okay, I don't even need to think about it right now. Or someone who's like me where they're like, I don't know what I want. It depends on what things look like in a few years. And then, you know, we go from there just from a a fairness standpoint. But I don't hate kids. I just hate the way they smell. (laughs) (laughs) And the things that they say. The way that they act in public. <laughs> that was not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> but I think that that to me shows the most maturity in dating because you have no expectations to change anyone. And to me, once you realize that you're not going to change anyone while you're dating and you don't go into things thinking, oh, well, they really, really want kids and I may not, but you know what? I'll deal with that later and I'll change that. That's not fair. And it's just, it's an unfair expectation. It just is. It just is. It's an unfair expectation and you're being upfront and I think that's all anyone can ask for. And you know what? They may change their minds later on that they did want kids and they don't, or they might you know, I I don't know. I have no idea. You may change your mind in a couple years if things get better. But if you have someone who knows what they want to affect them that way, because you wouldn't want to be forced to having kids. You know? Right. Like, I if if I was talking to someone right now who kept being like, I definitely want kids. I definitely want kids. I definitely want kids. That would be an absolute, like, I would, I'd be panicked. Yeah, totally fair. Because I don't have an answer. Yeah, living with a toddler makes me terrified to be a mom myself. Absolutely terrified. I have no idea. Not a clue. And kids wasn't something that wasn't on the table for me. It's hard. And not even, I mean, he's a good kid. He's sweet and snuggly. And but he's a toddler boy. And I didn't grow up with boys. The amount of destruction, these things, and they're normal. They just fucking right. hit shit. Okay, like his favorite hobby is building things and breaking them and then like hitting things like a car on just a surface. (laughs) 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 Just like, oh, my God, what's happening? So I know I remember babysitting as a teenager. And not even having the energy for it then. Just being like, why are you wanting to play with me? Just sit in front of the fucking television and watch the movie that I put on and eat the snacks. Like, eat the snacks and watch me. That's what I always wanted to do. <laughs> Braid my hair. Play. Here's the play with my hair. 
my hair as the babysitter <laughs> and watch the goddamn movie and then go to bed. <laughs> Just, yeah, no. It's never... No, they don't want to do what you want them to do. That's like rule number one. Right. That's like opening up the door. If there is a book, if you ever get a book with the answers in it and you're like, what the fuck is living with a toddler like? Page one. They're never going to do what the fuck you want them to do. (laughs) (laughs) You want them to eat? They don't want to eat. You decide that they shouldn't be eating yet because they're about to go to bed. That's when they fucking want to eat. You want them to pee on the toilet? They don't want to pee on the goddamn toilet. But then you put the diaper or the pull-up back on, then they fucking poop their pants, okay? Like, it's just... Perfect. It's just just what it is. You're just like, I don't understand, like, the amount of willpower it took to sit on the toilet for 45 minutes, wait while watching Mickey Mouse 45 minutes and not do anything, and then five minutes later, shit in your diaper is fucking insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm changing my mind about the kids thing. It's 100% no to kids. Um, <laughs> Parker, we did that the other night. It's a, it's not funny when it's happening. At the time, it's very traumatic. I bet. But then afterwards, so we had him on the toilet for 45 minutes. Gets him off the toilet, or Charlie gets him off the toilet, goes to change him in his pajamas. And then I just hear, why? 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 <laughs> <laughs> he had started pooping. Oh, no. So Charlie took him downstairs, took the pole off, put him on the toilet, and gave him privacy because he likes to poop kind of with the door closed because he doesn't poop ever if we're watching, right? Because he's a human. He needs privacy. Understandable. Just like when he poops in a pull-up. Well, then, and I'm still in bed because I'm like, that sucks because I'm just like sitting on TikTok because I'm a stepmom, so I don't have to deal with that much. And then I hear, again, a louder, why? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> had to keep pooping and then had put his hands in it. And oh. Just put it. <laughs> oh, ew, where? You didn't finish. You keep laughing. What did he do with the poop? I don't know. It was oh. on his hands. It was on his legs. He has oh. his own, like, baby toilet seat on the toilet. <laughs> and charlie's like holding him like at a distance and i'm like okay you clean him i'll clean the toilet it'll be fine because charlie's just about to break because he had already not pooped when he'd be on the toilet 45 minutes then poops in the pull-up then he gets him on the toilet to poop and then just got poop everywhere and it's like 10 o'clock at night and we're just like why oh my god so when i was growing up initially until i was 12 and i moved to nashville we I lived on a cul-de-sac in a suburb of Philadelphia, and it was all people my parents' age and their children. It was awesome um, growing up there. But the one family, two houses down, had a daughter my age, a son that was a couple years younger, and then twins who were my sister's age. And I remember my mom telling me a story one morning about the twins. <laughs> To, like shat in their diapers overnight and then like played with it and got <laughs> shit all over their curtains and stuff in their room because because they, <laughs> they were twins so they like had the resources and like the community <laughs> effort in order to cause a lot more problems than they ever would just a baby by themselves <laughs> it's, it's so fair so they worked together and got shit absolutely everywhere overnight yeah, there's literally, I saw today because, you know, there's different diff- parenting books or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. And Charlie's sister-in-law posted this book that she got for toddlers because they have a two-year-old. And someone put in, in the comments, I just saw like a picture, like I saw her post and someone posted a picture in their thing. And it was a book that says, toddlers are assholes. And that's the name of the parenting book. That's it's the, just- That's the beginning, middle and end of the book. <laughs> there's, It's a pamphlet actually. You just like, <laughs> open it and repeat it again. It's like a brochure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, part of it is just, I just sit there and go, oh my God, no wonder why all these moms on TikTok are drinking wine at 9 a.m. <laughs> he's he's not mine. And, you know, I mean, they have 50-50 custody, but I just look at him like, oh my God, how does such a small human have so much energy and just sheer determination to break things? And power over their parents. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Like your life, your life ends and it revolves around this other person mm-hmm. and i am just not willing to put myself there right now good news is being with okay obviously we need to have an enneagram episode but charlie's a seven and sevens are just like the fucking balls of positive energy which is sometimes exhausting but he's so like go do all the time all the things that i don't feel as if we've made I haven't made that many sacrifices because he has a kid does that make sense I mean it does impact some things in like day-to-day life for sure but I can't think of something that we haven't done because he has a kid so I do think when people say that it's harder for fucking sure like we have to switch schedules or have help or whatever else but I don't I I do hate that it makes people think that like everything's out the goddamn window because I don't think that's true or doesn't have to be not completely out the window, but every single aspect of your life is affected by it, and it will change. It's harder. Everything's not necessarily harder. for the worse. Yeah, but it changes, and I just can't imagine my sanity surviving that at the present moment. Which I think a lot of us can understand. Like, who can handle a major change in life right now? It's just too much. Too much. Okay. So then you just went with parenting because they're my next people. Okay, hear me yeah. out. Dudes who have cats. Stephanie. <laughs> because. Literally one of mine is anti-cat. <laughs> I don't have a problem with women having cat. That's sexist. I know it is. It's not fair, but you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and like women having cats to me seems normal because women remind me of cats. And that's why I love women and I respect cats. However... Men who have a cat, think about it. Okay, a woman has a cat trapped in her apartment. She's smothering it in love. She snuggles it. She likes it. A man keeps an animal that doesn't want him trapped in his apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. You're taking like a Ted Bundy approach to this. I don't appreciate it. (laughs) I just don't. I think your best case scenario if you have a cat is a man who tolerates cats or grew up with cats (laughs) and likes them. But if a man has a cat on his own, and we're not going to go dancing because he's one of my gay BFFs. I'm just uncomfortable. Interesting. I don't know. Straight men and cats weirds me out. I don't know. It just does. I just, I'm sorry. I'm taking a stance. Straight men with cats makes me uncomfortable. Literally one of my less intense deal breakers is someone who would be anti-cat because <laughs> I love cats and I want one so bad. Oh my god, I want one so bad. I could cry just thinking about it. I want a cat named Lunchbox. I will get a cat named Lunchbox. I've been saying this for a decade. And I 
fucking want one so bad. I can't have one in my apartment right now. Oh, that's why. I was about to ask why you don't have a cat. You know, I think I could... My landlord never comes around. I think I realistically could have one, but I live in a very small apartment and the idea of like the litter box being in my living area as opposed to like a laundry room or something that's separate from everything kind of grosses me out. Um, so I don't have one, but I want one badly. I grew up with cats and I don't know how I would feel if I met a straight guy that just had cats or like a cat multiple cats? i don't know if that would bug me think about it think about going to hook up at a guy's house you have like a hot date you're going and to a fuck. cat being there i'd be so excited i love cats and he just lives alone with like three cats <laughs> anybody living alone with three cats is weird <laughs> okay anyone living alone with everyone anyone living alone with more than like two pets <laughs> something's up <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's dogs or cats, in my opinion. It's like what's what's missing in your life? <laughs> me. <laughs> but, right. Hello. Get rid of one of your cats and take me in as a stray. <laughs> I poop in a toilet, but that's just I'll clean up I'll clean up my I won't cover it with sand. Yeah. I'll flush it. But you do have to feed me. I must be fed. It must be fed or I will be a bitch and I will knock I things will... off. Freak out. <laughs> I don't know. The cat, uh, someone with a cat, I feel like I'd be excited because most men, most straight men at least, that I've met are like, fuck cats. I'm a dog person. And it's like, okay, I love dogs. My best friend is a dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> His name is Floyd and he is the most handsome boy on earth. <laughs> my okay. My best friend is a dog. <laughs> he is my be free. Okay, that's what I say. Okay. And I don't have anything wrong with people who are dog people. I, you know, I never considered myself a dog people, dog person until I met Floyd. We have a very special bond. And, you know, when he dies, uh, I'll probably jump off a roof. But that's <laughs> beside the point. He is my life and he is my heart and he is my soul. However, I want a fucking cat, dude. They are like independent. They need less. If you get them, get them while they're young, or if you get one, you know, you meet one with a good personality. They are affectionate enough. I don't know. They're easier to rescue. They're smaller. They don't have to go outside. <laughs> they're cute. You? I don't know. I don't have anything bad to say about cats. But if I meet, like most straight guys that I meet are dog people, they would say self-confessed dog people. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I would never want a cat. Like, fuck cats. It's like, okay, well, if you're the kind of person who's just going to, like, straight up say no to a certain type of animal, that's, like, a normal kind of animal to have as a pet. Yeah. You're a weirdo then. Yeah. Unless you have, like, a deathly allergy, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. If you have a mild allergy, then you can take Claritin every day. I'm allergic to the grass and the trees outside, and I still go and take walks. You know what I mean? <laughs> I still live my day-to-day -day life. It's fine. Right, like I function. Yeah. I think by taking a Claritin every day. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a cat one day because I've never had a cat. So I wouldn't mind having one to see what it's like. And I'm also good at taking care of animals. So I don't 
I have no issue with cats. I'm not a cat person. I do think it's funny how people are like, fuck cats. But if you ever said fuck dogs, everyone would hate you. Also, if you're not a dog person, then yeah, just turn it off. I mean, we're not going to get along. I don't. I'm <laughs> Moose is my bub. I love dogs. Huge dog person. Literally probably couldn't be a vet because it would hurt me too badly to see animals hurt. And I take care of dying humans. Okay. Yeah. But I don't have an issue with cats. I have a healthy fear of some of them because I can't tell what they're about to do and they kind of scare me, but I respect them because... You remember Angel, though. Yeah, Angel and I were chill. Yeah, she was the best cat ever. Yeah, so she was... And I like cats. It's just men (laughs) with cats or maybe, you know, they're girlfriend or wife died and left them a cat i can't imagine a girl (laughs) who broke up with someone and left her cat there maybe but you know i don't know just it would make me uncomfy i just don't i don't feel good about it i guess this isn't a deal breaker it's just i'm questioning you as a person if a man alone has a cat and it's sexist of me and i'm sorry it just is interesting okay what's your next one bad credit (laughs) fair i got adult shit to do I have adult shit to do. I have adult goals to meet. Uh, I've been with someone with like the worst credit you could possibly have. And it didn't bother them because they obviously didn't give a shit because they had the worst credit you could ever have. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And there was no moves being made to correct the situation. But beyond that, just like financial irresponsibility is a huge no-no at this point in my life you know like we we both turned 28 this year like that's enough you know oh yeah pay for your car pay your fucking student loan payments you know a lot of people our age um have mortgages i don't yet but you know realistically if i knew where where i wanted to be in life physically i could buy a house if i really had to I've dated for an extended period of time people who not only were irresponsible with money, but were insecure about it as well. So it's like, okay, I can understand not wanting to go to the nicest restaurant in the city because, you know, you don't have 150 bucks to drop on dinner for two people. Okay. I'm not a monster. I get it. You know? I get it. I get it. I don't want to drop $200 on dinner either. Um, but if you're like, we can't go out to the uh, like lunch sushi place that's like 10 bucks each for two rolls and a salad because, you know, I don't have any extra money. And then it affects me and like my plans and how I interact with people. That bugs me because... My college relationship, that boyfriend had that issue where it was like insecurity about money. And we were both right out of college. Neither of us had any money. And it was like, okay, I'll I'll drop the $20 on lunch then, whatever. And then it was like, then it was a man versus woman who should pay for things deal. And that got on my nerves for obvious reasons. And then my other relationship was someone who just straight up like forgot to pay his car payment for three months and then woke up and his car was gone and repossessed. Christ. And then do you know what happened? Hmm. He borrowed my car to go to work. And then do you know what happened? He got a ticket <laughs> on my car. And then do you know what else happened? I had to Uber my way to and from nursing school. 
And then you know what else happened? I paid for the ticket and the Ubers. Yeah, see we're not I'm doing going that again. Not, not again. So, um, if you're, if someone is, so if someone's like irresponsible with money, and not to mention that this person like bought two motorcycles, you know, like ordered takeout food constantly, forgot to pay for the important shit. Like it's, it was bizarre yeah. to me, honestly. Like it, my brain didn't compute. No. He's just fucking stupid. That falls in the stupid people category. Right. That falls under your your main number one deal breaker of stupidity for sure. Yeah. Specifically like the subcategory of stupidity with financial irresponsibility just blows my mind. I don't know if I'm like throwing myself under the bus as a Jewish person here who like cares. No, I care. Okay. I didn't even think of that. Yes, probably a little bit, but... I, agree. I didn't mean to. I just. It's not sexy either. Here's the thing: it's like no. it's it's going to impact your life, and I don't. I've never judged how much money someone makes. I. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. No, it's no, not no, about no. how much yeah. money someone makes at all. No, no, no. It, but and I mean, like we said, I mean, up until the past couple of years, I've always either come for more money, made more money, whatever else. Like I took care of a lot of things in my marriage. For majority of the relationship, I was a breadwinner. It's responsibility or if you make more money and then you're a fucking idiot with it that's not sexy that doesn't make me feel like you're going to be a safe partner that i want to build a life with right and then what like if you want to trade in your car for something new in five years and you have a 500 credit score yeah then what i'm putting my name on the line so that you can get a car or like i'm putting all of my shit at risk because I, you know, we want to build a life together. We want to get a house, but it has to be all on me in order to do that. And yeah, no, I fuck that noise. Yeah. Like I'm not, a, I am certainly very interested in like being a single woman under 30 who buys a house. Like that's something that I think would be sick. So I'm not above doing any of this stuff with money alone. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying is that like, I'd like a partner so that I can buy a house. Like that's not, where I'm coming from, but if I am with somebody romantically who has no problem, you know, finding the money for beer, cigarettes, and gas for their shitty car, but won't take me out to brunch on a Sunday that I have off, like, because of money, there's just, there's a disconnect there, and I think it boils down to priorities being out of whack. Absolutely. I was literally thinking that before you even said it. It's just okay. fucking priorities. Yeah. No, there's nothing. I mean, yes, you're Jewish and you're talking about money. What the fuck ever. However, I don't know a single woman who would be interested because we're past the age where irresponsibility is you can write it off because boys will be boys. Like we're almost fucking 30 years old. No, absolutely not. It's not cute. Right. It's not sexy. We're over it. We're done. You do enough stupid shit. Don't be stupid with money too, and ruin the rest of our lives. Yeah, simple. Be responsible with money. And it doesn't have to be like an Excel spreadsheet of a budget for each month, but it can be like, you know, I went out with the guys last weekend and I spent a couple hundred bucks on shots to everybody and we had a good time. So for the next few weekends, like I'm going to stay in, you know, and not spend a shit ton of money or like I'm going to up the amount of percent of my paycheck pre-tax that I put into my 401k. Like just thinking, being thoughtful about money is something that I never considered before. And then 
it affected me in a negative way. And it's not something that I'm willing to put up with in the future. Amen, sister. Cool. Cool. Okay. What's your next one? It has to do with hair. Um, I do not. I am not attracted to hairy men and the hair on the ass is a no-go. <laughs> it's an absolutely not. Hair on the ass. Like a hairy ass is a no because hairy men, hair makes me grossed out okay i know i deal with blood and vomit whatever else but like hair like loose hair my own hair grosses me out and it came off my body and it's disgusting but hairy ass and then i love a beard like facial hair but like you have just a mustache no Mm. (laughs) hard fucking no so no mustaches no hairy asses i'm sorry if you're hairy that is so unfortunate for you unless you love it then fucking live your truth but like if you know, my life ends in a dumpster fire and something happens to Charlie, I'm not going to fuck you with a hairy ass. Boom, done. End of story. (laughs) Next, what is yours? Oh, my God. I find the single mustache thing to be hysterical, not with someone that I'm dating, but, like, because of this COVID thing right now, most of the men that I work with are trying to have fun with their facial hair because they had to shave it off to be able to fit their N95 mask. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and a lot of them just have one single mustache, and it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> I'm like, you're gross, but it's making me laugh really hard. So I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm desperate. That That's not a deal breaker for me right now. It's <laughs> totally possible. No, I can't do just a mustache. I can't. That's if I like my vagina, everything dries up like a fucking Sahara desert. It's gone. You went from beard <laughs> or like a goatee or whatever else. Is that the thing when it goes around your mouth and stuff too? Uh, yeah. I'm into that. Like beard, that stuff. When you shave it and all that's left is a mustache, I'm closed for business. One of my least favorite humans on the planet that I've ever met in the whole world had a just a mustache that he would like use pomade to like is it your old monopoly boss? guy mustache like curl up on the edges that was the boss that i had years ago that i told off real bad that we talked about in our work episode mm-hmm. i could feel yeah. it i could tell by your tone uh-huh that's who that was yeah yeah and i would just stare at it <laughs> you'd be like i fucking hate you and i fucking hate your mustache bro that's how I felt. I hear I hear you. Okay, next. Okay. Next. Um, I know we wanted to talk about this individually because it affected both of us in a very intense way. But just to touch on it, and if you feel like we want to dive into this deeper later on, we can edit this out. Drinking. Oh yeah, I have that on here too. Alcoholism. Okay. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It is uh it's a fucking deal breaker. <laughs> I don't enjoy being around shit faced people. I get embarrassed. Like I told, I talked about secondhand embarrassment before. Like if I'm dating somebody and they're shit faced and act like an asshole, I'm embarrassed. And I feel like I'm the one that has to kind of pick up the pieces after that. It fucks with my sleep because people who are passed out drunk are annoying sleepers. That includes snoring, which I've obviously talked mad shit on before. And like just taking up space. We're all very clear on how you feel about snoring. I don't know if I made it clear enough how much I cannot stand snoring. 
That's it. But someone who, like, okay, I have had a drink tonight. Okay, I finished my drink. I had one vodka with, you know, whatever kind of fucking juice I had in the fridge. (laughs) Whatever. You know what I mean? A glass of wine here and there. I'm a lightweight. That will make me feel loosey-goosey how I'm feeling right now. I feel wonderful. Nothing wrong. It's, It's like the... It's alcoholism is what I'm getting at. Absolutely. And I and you've had experiences with this too. We've talked about this multiple times. You know, someone who's shit-faced every time they drink, someone who drinks every single day, someone who drinks themselves to sleep at night. You know, it's just like it's indicative of other issues that need to be dealt with. And it is not a um isolated issue that you can have with just yourself if you have an issue with alcohol it affects everybody around you whether you mean for it to or whether you know that it does or not yeah there's no getting around it it's exhausting i mean i have it on here it's you when you use alcohol as a coping mechanism you destroy everyone in your path right and here's the thing i my a couple two of my favorite people on earth are alcoholics okay they've they've been sober my whole life i'm related to them and you know they're trump supporting alcoholics honestly so here's where i'm coming from like (laughs) this doesn't have anything to do with whether or not i can love or respect a person based off of all these things it's getting into a romantic relationship things that i'm willing to and not willing to deal with so that's what i mean that's what I meant in the beginning. Um, two of my favorite people on earth uh, have been in recovery for alcoholism and drug addiction for longer than I've been alive. So I think we're coming up on 30 years for them, I would assume, or we're at 30 years this summer. Um, and it's been that long and they are still involved in AA and they go to meetings multiple times a week. They sponsor people. They take in new people who are in recovery and have, you know, like sober group things that they host in their homes and they're very involved in it. And, you know, even when I go to visit them for a few days, um, they'll still be participating in AA. Um whether or not anybody's there, they make it a priority. And I respect that. And I love them for it. And, you know, if I ever got into a shitty situation with drugs or alcohol, or like if I got fucking arrested, you bet your ass these two people are the first people that I would be contacting because they've been through it. They've been down in the fucking dumps. They've been in dark situations. There is never any fucking judgment at all. No. And... So I could date someone like in recovery for an addiction. That doesn't scare me because I see what good it can do. I see what good AA, what NA can do. That's not what I'm saying at all. Someone who's in it, I just can't put myself in there right now. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to be a mom. <laughs> so I'm certainly not going to take on a caregiver role for an adult human. I get it. I yeah. I respect it. I understand. I've been there. I've been to an AA meeting. I I have not had a drinking problem, but I've been. Those are some of the most powerful 
strong human beings I've ever met. It, I was, I cried almost the entire meeting. I have nothing but respect for addicts who get their life together. I just, it's so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. However, because I was with an alcoholic, I cannot do that again because it was detrimental and it absolutely changed my relationship with alcohol. And although I do love to enjoy a glass of wine, I'm trying to think. I haven't been drunk since he really developed the bachelorette a bachelorette party. That was before. I haven't been drunk since my bachelorette party. I don't think. To we think. got pretty fucked up at your That's party. one of the most fucked up times I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> that was not okay. I threw up on the streets of Nashville, guys. It was not a good look. I also awesome. showered naked with my friends with my nipple pasties on. It was, it was not, I, I hate, it's your post party. that picture on Instagram? I will fucking murder whoever has that picture. <laughs> I will end your I life. I have it. I will kill you. Whoever shares the most on Instagram will receive this photo of Stephanie. <laughs> the worst in a naked. corner of a shower. <laughs> in a Nashville hotel room, butt ass naked, except for her nipple covers. <laughs> <laughs> share 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 i also uh on that night i also went up to a bodyguard i don't know if i thought he was in the military i don't know if i thought he was a cop but i tried to give him 20 bucks and thank him for his service <laughs> i'm an it was asshole a great night but um i that yeah. is an isolated insulin of people of like getting drunk for a reason we're we are both talking about people with an actual problem who like get shit faced on the regular and have no control over who you how have much to they drink carry them up the stairs or you know you have clean to clean up, up their, their puke or clean up their pee or your mattress has urine stains on it or yep. if you've loved an alcoholic you know exactly what we're talking about and if you haven't then don't fucking judge where any of us, including the alcoholics, are coming from, we're just saying we're not fucking signing up for again. I can't do it. I can't. I can't fucking do it again. I, I won't. I will not do it again. I won't either. I'm like triggered by hammered people now. Honestly, like if I see one acting like an asshole, even if they're not my responsibility, um, like I <laughs> get upset. Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, I have no problem with drinking, but it. I also I. I mean, I get fucked up pretty easily because I don't drink a lot, but I am resentful of the fact that he forever ruined my relationship with alcohol because it's not, like you said, it's not as fun for me to be with my friends who are really fucked up. And if I'm at like a bachelorette party, I will put my feelings aside. I'll get over it. I get in the zone. I'm a fucking good time. I'll be fine. But I am not the one who had a problem with moderation and I am not the one who could do things recreationally. Like, or I mean, I could do things recreationally and then it was just always, everything just had to fucking outshine and outdo itself. And it was always to the 10th degree that created a clusterfuck that other people have to clean up for you. Because when you're the alcoholic or a drug addict, you're not the one who has to deal with most of the repercussions of your actions. Right. And I will say, just as nurses here, like, alcohol withdrawal is absolutely the most brutal drug, just say it drug that you can withdraw from if you have a problem with alcohol 
a serious like a serious problem with alcohol that's gone on for a long time you know you need medical attention in addition to you know psychological religion you know spiritual support that aa provides because if it's bad and you're incapable of kind of like weaning yourself i guess it can get really bad it can be fatal and it's brutal to be the nurse for people who are going through alcohol withdrawal um we've we've both seen it it's it's really bad it's just bad that's all i can say it's really bad if you have a problem, if you know someone with a problem, please reach out for help and just know that we support you, but we will not date you. Yeah. No. <laughs> I got Fair. one person clean. I did my service for the rest of my life. I'm I done. could not get, I couldn't get my person clean. I tried. That was it. It was the ultimatum. It was the months following the ultimatum uh, and then with no follow up. And that was the packing of the bags. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, sometimes they have to hit a different bottom. I mean, he'll. We don't speak, no. but he flat out, he's never thanked me. He's never shown any sort of appreciation, but he's also a piece of garbage. But <laughs> he did say that I saved his life making him go. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this could be its own episode. And if you're in it and you need someone to talk to, I've, I've fucking been there. I'm yep, here. We both have. Yeah, we both, we've both been there. I've, you know... Morgan's had someone not willing to get sober. I've had somebody willing to get sober, but, you know, we didn't stay married. And I also know people and have been to the, um, God, what are they fucking called? The Avalon Avalon? meetings. Yeah, Avalon meetings. Um, If you need, I mean, I will say personally, I don't know if you would feel the same. If you need to talk and someone in your life or even you are suffering, you need somebody to go to that first AA meeting with you. I may not know you, but I'll go with you. I'm, I will go to your first meeting with you. We won't date, <laughs> obviously. I'm taken, and I'm not fucking doing that shit again. But if you need to talk, if you need someone to go to that first Avalon meeting with, because I know that's intimidating as fuck, and you're resentful that you have to go to a fucking meeting, even though you didn't do anything and you don't have a problem, we're here. We've been there. We understand. Yep. Yep. Been there, done that, not going to do it again. Okay. Moral of the story. Slightly related. Yeah. But not. One of my relationship deal breakers. Long fingernails. Because (laughs) men with long fingernails make me think of crackheads. And even if that's not why you have long fingernails. There's no reason to have long fingernails. No. If you're a dude. No. There's no, honestly, I don't like long fingernails on anybody. I think they're tacky if they're like too long. Wipe your assable length. Right. <laughs> right. Like if you're tearing up the toilet paper the second you go to kind of like rip a sheet off, that's a problem. Be able to wipe your own ass. Be able to wipe your own ass. <laughs> don't have long fingernails. It's fucking creepy. It's gross. It's hard to keep them clean too. Yeah. Okay. What's another one of yours? Uh, someone who has been single for less than six months. Fair. Not to get into anything super specific, but more than once I have been in a situation where I've started dating somebody or like go, you know, talking to slash hooking up with somebody who's only been single for a few months, uh, just to find out that they're not over their ex and they get back with the ex. 
Yeah. So I need someone who is completely separate, separated from an ex. Totally fair. For a, you know, I don't know. I came up with six months because I was like, you know, when do I feel okay after a breakup? I just kind of put myself in that situation. But someone who, you know, isn't in contact with the ex. That's there's huge. no risk of them getting back together. It hasn't been too soon. They weren't together for, you know, 12 years. And then they were only single for four months or something crazy like that. I get it. Take the risk out of the situation. Fair. Uh, contact with an ex is a big one. That's hard. Yeah. That's a that's a tough one because I, I guess there's a lot of conditions that go along with that. I'm a, you know, I kind of try to have the idea of like if they're an ex, they're an ex for a reason, but it hasn't served me well. So <laughs> I guess that should be one too. No contact with an ex. Maybe some people are okay with that. I personally am not. I mean, once you've been cheated on, I I have a big issue with that. That's a that's a no go for me. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would say for someone who's been through what I've been through, I'm not very jealous, but I definitely would say that I'm actively in therapy to work on jealousy issues because of what I've been through. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not going to deny it. I mean, wouldn't you be? I mean, if you're sitting there yeah. judging me and you were with someone seven years and you were married <laughs> and you got cheated on, I mean, it just it is what it is and I'm working on it. It's no one else's fault, but it is what it is, bitches. I mean... Go to counseling. Fair <laughs> I enough. can't help you because I don't have shit to say on that. <laughs> That's a pretty simple one. I just don't like the, you know, risk of someone going back to their ex because they haven't been separated for long enough. Yeah. Okay. One. Actually, there's two that I technically okay. broke. One <laughs> I didn't know was one, but will be if I ever date again. Like if this motherfucker dies, I'm never doing this again. Okay. Okay. Listen. Someone who's a libertarian. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> I agree. I have the same feeling. I feel no, differently. Pick a side. <laughs> okay, whatever. Well, that's my problem. Is I don't like the sides. I think they're both fucking nuts. <laughs> I don't have any sizes. Is the only. Anyways, I'm not. I, whatever. We can talk about politics later. I don't feel like we're talking about shit. Shit then do that make me angry. Okay, that's enough. Fine, fair. Fine. Go ahead. <laughs> this man. We'll set four goddamn alarms in the morning. Four. Four alarms. It takes him four alarms to wake up, at least, and still sometimes he doesn't wake up. So then I have to wake up and shake this motherfucker. <sighs> Love you very much, but I could kill you. Um, And I work till 11, sometimes 1. I don't sleep. I didn't go to sleep till 5 a.m. last night. So if I have to wake you because you have four alarms going off, I want to murder you. Therefore, I start my my day with pure rage. Right. That's not cool. No. So I will never. He is the last person I love enough to ever tolerate that from. Fair. And then he was also a smoker, which I did not know when I met him. And then we were like 4th of July. He's like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. You're like, you're going to do what? He's yeah. like, I was like, okay, that's cool. I was like, you can do that. Just like, don't kiss me because like, it's your body, your choice. You smoke your cigarettes. Like that's all on you. However, I personally do not fuck smokers. <laughs> Everybody has their thing. Everybody has their own issue. I think smoking's disgusting and you smell like an ashtray. And if I wanted to smell like an ashtray, I would go to Jim's bar in Murfreesboro and go have a drink. But I don't want to smell like an ashtray, so I don't go to Jim's anymore. And I'm not going to fuck a smoker. And now he uses his fucking jewel like a 12-year-old. But 
it's at least not smoking cigarettes. And I appreciate that. So he literally, he quit. Like that was, I think he's had like three cigarettes since then. Yeah, I don't like cigarettes either. I I didn't feel comfortable putting it as a list. I didn't feel comfortable putting it on my list as a deal breaker because I feel that way. But then I break that <laughs> rule constantly for myself. So I guess it's not a deal breaker. Yeah. Like or I just don't have be. enough self-respect. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I just, I told him and said, long-term wise, attractiveness wise, it's going to bother me. And yeah, I, but I also knew I, I said, Hey, I, I've been dating long enough. I've dated long enough. I'm not, I know I'm not going to change anybody. So if you still want to smoke, you're not going to change that. I just also, I'm not going to change the fact that it's unattractive to me. Yeah. It's gross. It doesn't smell good. No. And here's I- the, here's the only thing that cigarette smoking is good for. And I'll let you in on a little secret. Okay. And this only applies if you are dating or sleeping with someone who's a smoker who's uh, bad at getting you off. <laughs> okay? Because they won't get you off, right? Of course. They'll get themselves off and need a cigarette afterwards. And so they'll leave the room to go outside and smoke their post-coital cigarette, which gives you the perfect amount of time to jerk yourself off while they go smoke their cigarette to go wash your hands and be back in bed like nothing ever happened once they get back up from smoking their post-sex cigarette. But we're not doing that anymore because we're going to tell people when they're right, not Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm just saying that there is a silver lining to fucking a cigarette smoker who's shitty in bed. I don't think that you should do it. I'm just saying you'll... Have a moment to masturbate and have your precious orgasm. And now that I'm saying it, (laughs) it is not good. (laughs) So be honest with your sexual partners and stop smoking cigarettes because COPD is disgusting and you're going to end up on my unit on a fucking BiPAP machine all confused because you're going to be respiratory acidosis and you're not going to know what the fuck is going on and I'm going to have to restrain you so you don't pull off your BiPAP mask <laughs> and it's not going to be cute. So, avoid all of those things. <laughs> Start giving your women orgasms and stop smoking. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I will say those were the only moments I was thankful for the cigarettes. Yeah. No, I don't... I- I don't know. I don't know what I would have done because I had pretty strong feelings at that point. And that motherfucker <laughs> didn't tell me. Like he didn't tell me he's a smoker. I was like, the only thing I've found out that I've been like, you kept that shit. Huh. But I'm sure I don't know. a lot of people are like, well, yeah, and people don't like not smokers. I'm like, yeah, because it's gross. You just shouldn't do it. It's so much. It's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. It does not smell good. No one actually thinks it looks cool anymore. Everyone knows how dangerous it is. And you're just going to end up either dead early or like with a trach, which is disgusting. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're just going to end up not being an independent person early. Yeah. And it's not cute. And it smells like shit. Amen. Is there any other closing ones you need? Number one, loud cars. If you're like a loud car guy, that's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like yes. vroom, vroom. Like who gives a shit? Douche canoe. A, that's another waste of money. Right. Douche mobile. 
Um, number, I actually didn't number these. Second to last one, doesn't think farts are funny. Not my own farts. What I don't do have a problem keeping think- that secret. But if you don't think that fart humor is funny, we are, there's just a disconnect there between our senses of humor. No, not thinking like you're funny, not having a good sense of humor, not appreciating humor. I feel like that's all a very important category. Yeah. That's another kind of umbrella is humor. Yeah, for sure. And then the last one is calling me Morgan. <laughs> Please explain this one. I don't like being called Morgan. Okay. That's not my name. <laughs> so the only time I'm ever called Morgan is when I'm in trouble. Uh, my parents don't call me Morgan. My sister doesn't call me Morgan. My friends don't call me Morgan. I recently found out that I hate hearing my name in bed. It doesn't do anything for me. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, focus on other things. I don't know. Please elaborate, because I feel like that means they are focusing on the most important thing. I don't know. It's like, eh, Morgan. Like, no, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I just want, here's a, I just want everybody to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so you don't like dirty talk either then, huh? I don't, I guess not. No, just shut, shut, shut your mouth. Shut, 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 You're sounding stupid right now. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just feel like, um, so like my dad calls me morgie my mom calls me poupe <laughs> which is its own thing my sister calls me mugs or mugsy like friends call me morgue people like i just when i hear morgan i it's like the same people same reaction that people have if they hear their first and their middle name together mm-hmm. it's like it's discipline time <laughs> it's shit's going down and i also just feel like it's disingenuous a lot if someone's looking at you and they're like so stephanie blah 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 or like so stephanie what about this stephanie it's like no i'm already looking at you looking at you and i'm having the conversation with you like i can tell that you're paying attention to me so you don't need to keep saying my name just so like because you 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 know participated in psych 101 and freshman year of college and you feel like it's helping your cause like there i guess it's in the same way that like words of affirmation don't really do much for me it's like actions speak louder than words like if you're sitting there having a conversation with me i understand that the attention's on me i don't need to hear my name and if i hear my full name i feel like i'm in trouble and i don't and then i'll get diarrhea you know what i mean (laughs) no one wants you to have (laughs) diarrhea therefore see i was wondering i didn't when i talk about you i call you morgan but you said that I call you Morgue, which I now I'm thinking about I'm like, yeah, I guess I do call you Morgue when I'm talking to you. But if I'm saying, oh, I'm going to go record with Morgan. Yeah, that's totally different. That doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. I don't know. I just never thought about it until you brought it up. And I was like, oh, I guess I don't call Plus, her. like, I feel like we don't say each other's names a lot. Like, I joke around. and I'm like, OK, Stephanie, I'll tell you about the social media that we have. And that's a running <laughs> joke at this point. That's not really a thing. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. You're fair. OK, fair. I- you know, if but I was I guess like, so I Stephanie, use, how are you doing today? That's I, weird. Well, I use my full name. You know, I don't like. I feel like I call you Steph. Yeah, Steph's okay. I guess people who do like Steffy or like cutesy names with my name. I'll take Steph's cool because Steph gets my attention usually. Like Steph's fine. But that's about it. It's like Steph or Stephanie and that's it. Like I don't want any extra shit this and then i feel like in relationships i don't know unless i'm like on another floor of the house and i'm doing something you're like morgan i need you to come down here or something like that's different but otherwise it's like 
babe. I was like, I'm <laughs> no. a heavy babe user. Babe. Yeah. Babe. Bub. Babe. Uh, I don't know. I. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I just I went through a whole thing where someone kept set using my name back at me and it really fucking bothered me. And I don't know if it's because I kept hearing my name back like used at me or if it's because the person was annoying as fuck. You know, I would like to reevaluate this in a couple weeks and see okay. where we're at. Because okay. I can see where you're getting from. Like it just it hit you wrong and it made you uncomfortable. Kind of like I'm a major eye contact person, but then some people like it bothers me when they won't make any eye contact. And then some people St- staring is stare. different than eye contact. Yes. And it's, it's non, it's like no interrupted eye contact. And then I, I don't know what to do. Right. And I'm, I'm the one not making eye contact now. And I hate that you did that to me. So <laughs> now I'm mad at you. Now I'm mad because I feel uncomfortable even though you did this. This is a you problem, but it's turned into a me problem. And, and I feel that. like that's a lot of the things that I've had issues with in relationships is that things that are like a, a you problem turn, turn into a me problem. I don't want to deal with your childhood I don't trauma. I deal with anybody else's bullshit. I'm using the thing it's like, okay, so how have you not dealt with your childhood trauma that's going to come out while we're dating? What are you right. doing to deal with what fucked you up? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, if, oh, if a man will not go to counseling at all, like if it's off the table, they would never go, they don't believe in it, fuck that, I'm out, I'm never going to do that again either. I feel like a lot, like a lot of the things that would bother both of us about people is anybody who would say never about anything like if you're not open I'm, I'm not talking about like gross shit you know what i mean although if you will say i'll never choke you i mean that's just rude no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about like uh i would never you know shit on your chest <laughs> like okay that's fair you know that's a fair line Boundaries. i would shit on yours but no judgment you know what i mean but Fine, if that's your boundary, you right, live your like, truth. If you're like, I would never go to counseling or I would never go see a Broadway show for me. Like, that would really bum me out. Like, you won't just go do something because, you know, I would really enjoy it. Yeah. Little things like that. Yes. So if you're if if someone's like the type of person who's like not open minded enough to consider things that they've never done before within reason. Yeah. That's a deal breaker, too. Boom. So I'm sure we have more, but <laughs> I mean, I am a very annoyed person. <laughs> uh, I am almost 28 and I am very extremely single, super single. There's something wrong here. You know what I mean? So there's plenty of shit that I can talk about, <laughs> which is why I'm sure we'll come to the root of the reason why I am unsuccessful with love. <laughs> you know, Maybe. Again, can't recommend <laughs> we'll counseling enough. <laughs> I'm in the market for therapists. <laughs> All right. So Morgan had a great idea. I want to play this before you remind them of our social medias. Okay. That we're going to start playing a game every time. So this is our way to force ourselves to be creative to end the episode on. And we're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill each episode. and One round each. One round each. Yeah. And Morgan's really good at this shit. So I'm going to go first because I know hers is probably going to be better. 
Okay. Because I just I just feel it in my bones that you have a good one. Okay. All right. So I did. Morgan loves Will Ferrell. <laughs> and so I Ew. did fuck Mary Kill of different Will Ferrell <laughs> characters. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay. Ew. Okay. Ron Burgundy. Okay. Ricky Bobby. And Buddy the Elf. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Thank you. Oh my god, I would marry Buddy the Elf. Okay. Just a lot of lightness in your life, a lot of yeah, Christmas like, joy. I could use some positivity, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck Ricky Bobby, because he comes to his senses at some point in that movie. And kill Ron Burgundy, <laughs> because he is intolerable. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Perfect. Cool. That was a good one. Thank you. Okay, I'm ready. I have a difficult one for you. I know. I knew Not it was funny, be hard. but difficult. I knew it was going to be hard. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm nervous. Yes. McDreamy. Mm-hmm. McSteamy. Yes. And George O'Malley. This is so cute. Mm, I kill George O'Malley. And they're all dead. <laughs> Well, <laughs> as as they are dead, <laughs> just kidding. alive, alive. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, uh, that's why I don't which watch this show would you anymore. Like marry which corpse would you like to fuck? <laughs> You're so fucking dark. I thought about making you do animals just to fuck with you. <laughs> I was gonna do Squidward, SpongeBob, and Patrick. <laughs> Stop, SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all right all right hold on so um i would marry mcsteamy because he's always been my favorite and i would want to continuously fuck him gotcha. and then mcdreamy would be like a good one done although he's a good dad but whatever i don't even and then i'd kill george o'malley oh i think i'd probably do the same thing although george deserves more Sorry, I mean, you didn't have a third hangout with my best friend at a bar option. You just had a kill, fuck, marry, kill option. I know. You did this to him. <laughs> I <laughs> killed George O'Malley. <laughs> I think this will be fun. Okay. And then, you know, from now on, we'll have more time to kind of mull over the options and, like, really make it difficult. Yeah, we'll work on it and get better. Cool. All right, Morgan, social medias. Instagram, at Make It Work Podcast. Twitter at Make It Work Pod, Facebook.com slash Make It Work Podcast, Make It Work Podcast at gmail.com. Boom, bitches. I think that's it. All right. Well, good night, Morg. I love you. Like, see, you called me Morg. Right, see, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've always. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. I <laughs> <laughs> love you too, asshole. All right. Love you too. But also, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. See you guys next week. Big thanks to the Good Morning Liberty Network. Bye.